practice the Dalai Lama's monastery in Namgyal in India. And he holds the degree of Geshe Larampa, which is the highest degree one can achieve in the Tibetan Buddhist school tradition. Uh, he was sent to the United States by His Holiness the Dalai Lama to be the head of the North American seat in Ithaca, uh, and then given permission to retire here with us uh, at the Chenrezig Tibetan Buddhist Center in 1998. Uh, so Rinpoche has been with us since then. We're very fortunate to have him uh, continuing to teach. Uh, he's recognized by all the world's greatest scholars. He's one of the greatest living scholars of the Sutra and Tantra tradition of Buddhism. And it's uh, rare anywhere in the world to find a being who uh, uh, is a scholar in those two areas of knowledge. Uh, so uh, needless to say, here in Middletown, Connecticut, it's rare and we're very fortunate to have this opportunity to receive these pure teachings in an unsullied way uh, from an unbroken lineage from Buddha Shakyamuni himself. Uh, so I would just like to rejoice in, in the fact that we have that opportunity uh, and there are many who wish that they had teachers, wish they could be near teachers, and they don't have the opportunity that we do. Uh, and then we pray that they can meet with the same fortunate circumstances that we currently have. My name's Jeff, I'm the translator. Uh, Rinpoche is going to continue his commentary on Lama Tsongkhapa's great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment. Uh, it's in English in a three-volume series, uh, and we're currently in the first edition. Uh, and we're uh, going to uh, continue where we left off. Rinpoche always does an overview of the previous teaching. Uh, so before the teaching begins, uh, we have some introductory prayers. So if you turn to this blue book, you'll find uh, prayers for teachings, about eight pages from the back. Uh, there's a tabbed off yellow section uh, that uh, says prayers for teachings. On one side, you have the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. Uh, uh, and the other, the, the picture of Chenrezig, we begin with the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. Uh, we read that uh, in its entirety, including the title at the top and the Sanskrit mantra that's three quarters of the way down. So we read that all. Uh, and then the next page, uh, there's some Tibetan transliteration and some Sanskrit transliteration and also English translation. So just the Tibetan transliteration and the Sanskrit transliteration in the order that's shown. Outer Mandala Offering we do in English as well as Tibetan, uh, including the Sanskrit mantra and its translation at the bottom. And then the Prayer of Refuge in Bodhicitta is done three times just in the Tibetan transliteration. Uh, after that, the teaching will begin. Uh, it will go on till just before we're about to end, and we may or may not have time for question and answer. Uh, and then we will continue, uh, we will uh, then do the concluding prayers at the end of the teaching that, are, that follow uh, in the order right after the prayer of refuge and bodhicitta in the book. So we have the concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer, Samantabhadra dedication, long life prayer for His Holiness the Dalai Lama, and a long life prayer for Mimichay. So that'll be the order. We do only the prayers in English at the end. Uh, so that'll be the order of events for today. Uh, so without uh, further ado, I'll just say thank you everyone for coming. And thank you, everyone, for making this possible. Most of all, thank you to Rinpoche for continuing to teach us. The Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge. Thus have I heard, once the Blessed One was dwelling in Rajagriya, Vulture Peak Mountain, together with the great gathering of the Sangha of monks and the great gathering of the Sangha of Bodhisattvas. At that time, the Blessed One entered the Samadhi and expresses the Dharma called Profound Illumination. 
and at the same time go out with Ishwara and the Sattva Mahasattva, all practicing the profound Prashnaparamita saw in this way. He saw the high skandhas to be empty of nature. Then through the power of the Buddha, Venerable Shariputra said to know Wabhukhajwara and the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, how should a son or daughter of noble family train wish to practice the profound Prashnaparamita? Addressing this way, Noble Abhutishvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, said to Venerable Shariputra, O Shariputra, a son or daughter of noble family who wishes to practice the profound Prashnaparamita should see in this way, seeing the high skandhas to be empty of nature. Form is emptiness, emptiness also is form, emptiness is no other than form, form is no other than emptiness. In the same way, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness are emptiness. Thus, Shariputra, all dhammas are emptiness. There are no characteristics. There is no birth and no cessation. There is no impurity and no purity. There is no decrease and no increase. Therefore, Shariputra, in emptiness, there is no form, no feeling, no perception, no formation, no consciousness, no eye, no ear, no nose, no tongue, no body, no mind, no appearance, no sound, no smell, no taste, no touch, no dharmas, no eye, dhatu, to no mind, dhatu, no dhatu, no dharmas, no mind, consciousness, dhatu, no ignorance, no end of ignorance, up to no old age and death, no end of old age and death. No suffering, no origin of suffering, no cessation of suffering, no path, no wisdom, no attainment, and no non-attainment. Therefore, Shariputra, since the Bodhisattvas have no attainment, they abide by means of Rajaparamita. Since there is no obscuration of mind, there is no fear, they transcend falsity and attain complete nirvana. All the Buddhas of the three times by means of Rajaparamita fully awaken to one's passable, true, complete enlightenment. Therefore, the great mantra of Prajnaparamita, the mantra of great insight, the unsurpassed mantra, the unequaled mantra, the mantra that calms all suffering should be known as truth since there is no obsession. The Prajnaparamita mantra is said in this way. Thus, Shariputra, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, should train in the profound Prajnaparamita. And then the Blessed One arose from that Samadhi and praised Noble Avalokiteshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, saying, Good, good, O son of noble family, thus it is, O son of noble family, thus it is. One should practice the profound Prajnaparamita just as you have taught, and all the Tathagatas will rejoice. When the Blessed One had said this, Venerable Shariputra and Noble Avalokiteshvara, the Bodhisattva Mahasattva, that whole assembly in the world with its eyes, humans, the suras, and the gods, rejoice and praise the words of the Blessed One.
so today we will uh, be talking about the Buddha Dharma. And what is the Buddha Dharma or the Buddha religion? Uh, and the Buddha Dharma can be summarized into three categories. Uh, the pathways which lead to the higher realms, the pathways which lead to liberation and nirvana, and those pathways which lead to complete Buddhahood. So there are Dendru, So these three results, these three pathways that lead to the higher realms of liberation and nirvana, uh, can be achieved by all beings. All beings uh, possess the abilities. Um, some possess the uh, uh, ability, uh, the current time. All beings possess the ability to achieve the state of a higher realm rebirth, as well as the ability uh, uh, and potential to achieve liberation or nirvana, as well as the ability to achieve the complete state of Buddhahood or potential. What that did on the tabi on the subject want to be? ตัวเยอะบัดเซนเจซามาเลยบุญเซนคาร์เลยซะนะเซนเจซามาเลยสมาชิกรีอยู่ครับเซนเจจูกรีตาราจีราจีราจีเนี่ยชาวเดียวคร
by getting rid of all misdeeds. So all of this potential is there. And it's for this reason that the teacher began the lamp for the path to enlightenment by stating, understand that there are persons of three capacities, small, middle, and great. I shall write clearly defining their characteristics. So uh, it's for this reason that a teacher wrote, wrote this, uh, the pathways uh, that lead to the higher realms liberation. So this text, uh, the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment by Lama Tsongkhapa uh, is a commentary on Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment and it's the most extensive commentary on the Lama Rim. Uh, and in the beginning of Lama Tsongkhapa's text, he begins with uh, an outline of what the information or content to come. Uh, it begins with the greatness of the teaching's author, uh, and then we find the greatness of the teaching itself, and then the great way to listen to uh, and explain the teachings, uh, and then finally how to lead students in the actual instructions. Uh, and in that fourth section where we are currently at, uh, in how to lead students through the actual instructions, uh, there are uh, two categories. Um, how to rely upon the teacher that is the root of the path, and then how, uh, having once relied on the teacher, one should engage in the practices. Uh, so uh, within the, uh, we've already gone through the section on uh, how to rely uh, on the teacher uh, that is the um, uh, root of the path and the explanations on that. Uh, and now we're currently in the section of uh, what to do, or, or the stages of, uh, uh, for the students to train their minds and have once having relied upon a teacher. Uh, so that's the section that we're in. And in that section there are two categories. First uh, is an exhortation to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. And then the next section is how to actually uh, take full advantage of uh, the life of leisure and opportunity. Um, so uh, we're currently in the section uh, on how to uh, take full advantage of a life of uh, leisure and opportunity. And, and in that, and in that uh, I'm sorry, and in that section there are two categories as well. How to develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path and then the actual way to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. 
So in the this is in the section again of major heading in the English in chapter eight is the three types of persons. And it says how to take full advantage of a life of leisure and opportunity. And in that uh, it says that there are two sections again. The first is that how to, to, to develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path, and then the actual way to take full advantage of the life of leisure and opportunity. So we've gone over uh, what leisure and opportunity is in the eight leisures and the ten opportunities uh, and so forth, and uh, the, the various happinesses of, uh, that one can achieve, the happinesses of the higher realms, happiness of uh, liberation of nirvana, and the happiness of complete Buddhahood. So when we look at the uh, text, we've, in the first category of the how to develop certain knowledge of a general presentation of the path, there are two categories. First is how to see that the scriptures, all scriptures are included within the teachings for persons of three capacities. So all of the Buddhist pronouncements, all of the teachings, uh, everything is contained within uh, Atisha's uh, 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 text, within the, the uh, um, three types of categories, within the three categories of the uh, teachings for beings of three capacities. So all of the Buddhist pronouncements are contained within that. And then second is why students are led uh, in the stages using the trainings of the three types of persons. So what's the reason for this? The reason for this is to achieve the higher realm rebirth. The reason why uh, to achieve liberation. Why to achieve Buddhahood. Uh, so these are the, uh, the second part deals with the reasons or the uh, why uh, students are led. <laughs> That's 
So, in the section that says how all scriptures are included in the past of the three types of persons, this is stating that all of the pronouncements of Buddha, all of the scriptures are contained within the teachings for beings of three capacities. Understand that there are persons of three capacities, small, middling, and great. So, again, quoting Atisha's lamp for the path to enlightenment. Uh, and stating that all scriptures are included within that those three categories. Uh, so then when we go on to read into the commentary, to find six points that Lama Tsongkhapa deals with uh, to, to show that all scriptures are included within the uh, persons of three capacities. Uh, so first, uh, um, the first category is uh, just the general generality that all teachings or all scriptures are included within the persons of three capacities. So, uh, this is the uh, first point uh, that that is made. Uh, the Tambo the Tambo Tanda the Sir of Tamche Jibusun. Tambo Salari Sumachin and the Badrebua. Tambo Sanchen Janyamar. Tambo Sanjay Tambo Tujeva, the Badrebua Tamas of the Tamo to Sanjay. Sanjay and Chuju Kuruku or Samaro, Sanjay and Okay, so the first is that, I, I just wanted to make sure I was uh, translating it correctly. So the first is the general category uh, that all te teachings are uh, um, uh, contained within uh, the persons of three capacities. Uh, and then with, I'm going to also translate what Rinpoche just stated. Because within this first uh, text, it says that the Buddha... First, uh, all of the Buddha's actions and teachings are for the benefit of others, for the benefit of sentient beings. And what is the benefit of sentient beings? It's for them to be able to achieve this, uh, the higher realm rebirth 
the uh, liberation or nirvana, uh, and then a complete Buddhahood. So all teachings are given for the benefit of beings. So therefore, uh, and, uh, and, and in order for them to have their two uh, goals, first the goal of uh, temporal happiness or uh, uh, high status, and then the uh, goal of certain uh, goodness. Uh, so the being, uh, Buddha is uh, doing everything for this point. Uh, and, and therefore, uh, 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 doing it for this point. And all of these things are contained within the teachings for beings of three capacities. The next section, uh, which is the second point, is a more extensive explanation of the, the teachings for beings of small capacity. Uh, so it's dealing specifically with that category. And then the next is dealing specifically with the teachings for beings of medium capacity in that category. And then the next deals more extensively with the teachings for beings of great capacity uh, and within that, in that category. And number five, it shows where the source of this information is from. Uh, it shows that it's from Buddha Shakyamuni and Asanga and Nagarjuna and so forth. So the source of this information is uh, from these masters. And then the sixth is the various divisions of uh, the uh, teachings, and we find the two different divisions when we look at the small scope. The teachings that are specifically for beings of small capacity, and then those teachings that are shared in common with beings of small capacity that are teachings of, that, that are the teachings for beings of small capacity but are shared in common. Uh, so there are those two categories. Tambutan so, when we look on page 130, how all scriptures are included within the paths of three types of persons. In the beginning, a person who is to become a Buddha develops the spirit of enlightenment. In the middle, this person accumulates the collections of merit and sublime wisdom, and in the end, this person, person actualizes perfect Buddhahood. All these actions are solely for the welfare of living beings. Therefore, all teachings are given by a Buddha simply to accomplish the welfare of living beings. This being the case, the welfare of living beings is what you should accomplish as well. This welfare is twofold. The provisional goal of high status as a human or deity and the final goal of certain goodness, of liberation, uh, or omniscience. Uh, so here, this is showing that all of the Buddha's um, actions were done for the benefit of other beings. So all the three, first turning of the wheel of Dharma, the second turning of the wheel of Dharma, the third turning of the wheel of Dharma, all of these things were done for the purpose of, or for the sake of other beings. <laughs> Tanya <laughs> 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 
So then it goes on uh, between these two many of Buddha's statements pertain to the attainment of temporal goal of high status uh, all of these statements are included in the teachings for a person of genuine small capacity or the teachings shared with such a person because persons of small capacity do not work very much on behalf of this lifetime, but they diligently strive for the excellent high states of human or divine rebirth in future lifetimes by engaging in the cultivation of their causes. Uh, and then the quote from the Lamp to the Path to Enlightenment, uh, dealing with the persons of uh, small capacity. Uh, so the Lamp uh, defines and has the qualifications of each of those small, medium, and great capacities in a stanza. Uh, so we'll begin with the, the, the small capacity and then go back to the commentary on that. Uh, know to be least these persons who diligently strive to attain solely the joys of cyclic existence by many, uh, by any means for their welfare alone. Uh, so here, uh, this is defining a person of small capacity. So if we go back and look at the uh, uh, two goals, uh, a provisional goal of high status as a human being or a deity, and the final goal of certain goodness and liberation uh, or omniscience says that many of the Buddhist statements deal with the, the temporary, temporary goal of high status, 
Uh, so this would be a temporal goal, uh, in, or, which is high status. Uh, and high status is referring to rebirth in the higher realms of the gods uh, and in the human's realm. And that's achieved by going for refuge to the three jewels of the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, by engaging in ethics, which is the abandonment of the ten non-virtuous activities. And if one has engaged in negativity, acknowledging one's downfall or uh, confessing one's downfall. Uh, so by relying upon these actions, one uh, is able to achieve a state of high status. Uh, so it is stated that the teachings for beings of small capacities are those teachings which lead to high status, uh, and uh, those are the practices which do so. Now if we look at uh, the teachings for beings of small capacity, um, and then specifically look at a person of small capacity, uh, there could be two types. There could be those who are thinking of uh, things for this life, uh, and then there are those who are looking towards future lives. It is not truly a teaching for being of, of small capacity until the aim is at future life, or at high status. It is not focused on this, this life. Uh, there is very little focus on the things of this life and more focus on the things of future life. Uh, and it says uh, they do not work very much on behalf of this lifetime, uh, but they diligently strive for the excellent states of high status or di uh, divine rebirth in future lifetimes in the cultivation of their causes. And again, their causes are those practices just mentioned that are found within the teachings for beings of small capacity, which are going for refuge, engaging in ethics, and acknowledging downfalls. Uh, so those are the causes which lead to uh, the, those states of high status. And then the next uh, um, stanzas deal with medium scope, which say those persons are called medium who stop sinful actions, then turn their backs on the joys of cyclic existence, and diligently strive just for their own peace. Uh, and then the, the qualification for great capacity states, uh, uh, those persons are called superior who sincerely want to extinguish uh, all the sufferings of others by understanding their uh, own suffering. Uh, so this shows the three types of capacities. Uh, and then it first begins with the small capacity, which then is in point number two in, among the six points. Uh, so dealing with the specific teachings for beings of small capacity. And then those teachings have both scriptural doctrine or teachings, or scriptural turning of the wheel, and, the, or, and then realizational uh, turning of the wheel, so uh, of, of, of dharma. So when we're speaking of, of uh, those teachings, and those, uh, uh, or the teachings, the genuine, the teachings for a person of uh, genuine small capacity, or the teachings shared with such a person, those are the scriptural and realizational teachings. <laughs> Kaji Hatamita 
so here the words are within the, the lamp are more uh, condensed and more difficult to when you look at the, the usage of because uh, each of the words has specific meanings within them. It says no to be least those persons. So it's identifying that it's a necessarily a person or being uh, that engages in a method and the method is the means, the cause. So here it says, by any means for their welfare. The means is the referring to method in which they uh, achieve uh, what they want. Uh, so here the method is referring to uh, going for refuge to the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, engaging in ethics, which is the abandonment of the ten non-virtues, and then uh, acknowledging downfalls. Uh, and it says they, they do this, engage in this method, which causes uh, them to achieve rebirth in the higher realms, which allows them to uh, enjoy the joys of cyclic existence or the happiness of cyclic existence, the happiness of the God's realm, happiness of the hum human realm, uh, for themselves alone. So it says solely, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, I'm sorry, solely, so meaning uh, um, only uh, wish for that, nothing beyond that. Uh, so they're looking only for the happiness of the higher realms uh, and nothing beyond that. And it says they're engaging in this method just for themselves, not for anyone else. Uh, so the, within these words, there's quite a bit of meaning. <laughs> ね、その子のもの、高いのも、コルタンボ、コルババ、ね、ワテ、タンドダンハンサマロ、ね、ジェブチョウマソン、チョウダトモン、チョウドンデルです。ね、ジェブチョウドチョウ、トモンチョウ
And in this case, we're speaking of the pronouncements that are pertaining specifically to the teachings uh, shared in common with beings of small capacity. Um, but there were many pronouncements, both the Hinayana pronouncements are uh, uh, small, uh, lesser vehicle pronouncements, and then the Mahayana pronouncements, the uh, great vehicle pronouncements. And if we look at uh, the lesser vehicle, and then specifically the Great Exposition School, the Babashva School, within the uh, uh, lesser vehicle, we find that there are pronouncements that there are only the Four Noble Truths teachings uh, are those uh, of the Buddha. Those are the only real um, uh, turning of the wheel of Dharma. Those are the only real Hangjur, the Buddha's pronouncements, uh, because they state that those teachings could be heard uh, by different gods and, uh, and validated by um, all of those other beings. Uh, and it's this re for this reason uh, that because there's all of these uh, um, valid uh, uh, other beings that validate this being a, a teaching, uh, uh, this is the only teaching that's recognized as the true teaching of the Buddha, the turning of the wheel of uh, the Four Noble Truths. Uh, so there's different uh, ideas within uh, the uh, different traditions, um, but this specific, uh, specifically now we're talking about the <coughs> relative to the small scope. <laughs> ジェシン、ボンバ、ジェシンボンラテネ、アネ、テワチビ、プタモア。でね、オマバイ、オマバ。でね、コルタマラテネ、セザムトラドラです。オアトリシエザブワ。カルゴ、センサン。コルタンブ
uh, meditated upon or familiarized with, and then he stated that there is no suffering to understand, there is no origin to understand, there is no cessation to, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, there is no uh, uh, suffering to abandon, there is no, I'm, no suffering to understand, there is no origin to abandon, there is no cessation to achieve, and there is no uh, path to meditate or rely upon. Uh, so this turning of the wheel of Dharma, according to the, uh, those schools, uh, are considered um, lesser vehicle or a Hinayana turning of the wheel of Dharma. It's not to say that it's not an uncommon or utilized practice. Uh, it's considered a common, uh, um, but that would be considered uh, a Hinayana turning of the wheel. And uh, where we find the source material uh, for the higher schools is in the uh, Perfection of Wisdom Sutras, such as the 100,000 verse uh, Perfection of Wisdom Sutra that was given to Nagarjuna, uh, Lord Master Nagarjuna in the uh, Naga realm. Uh, that uh, showed uh, the other turnings of the wheel of Dharma uh, and so forth, uh, and the, that the Mahayana teachings were what they were. Uh, so that uh, uh, first turning of the wheel is considered by the uh, higher schools to be uh, Hinayana teaching, and it's where the Babashika school, which is the great exposition school, and the Sutra school, the Satrantika school, uh, get all of their sources from. So all of their material comes from that first turning of the wheel. Uh, and then the uh, Chitta Mantra and the uh, Middle Way School are considered the Mahayana tenets. And the, so the Chitta Mantra and Middle Way are Mahayana tenets, and the Sutra School and Great Exposition School are considered Hinayana tenets. <laughs> So when we look at the turning, uh, first turning of the wheel of Dharma in relation to the teachings for beings of small capacity, we'd say that's the coarse way of looking at it. So if we were to uh, examine the truth of suffering, that would necessarily uh, be the suffering of the lower realms. The truth of origin uh, is that which causes the lower realms, so the abandonment of the cause of the lower realms. Uh, the truth of cessation is the abandonment of the lower realms, and the truth of path would be uh, the path of uh, going for refuge to the three jewels, engaging in the ethics, which is the abandonment of the ten non-virtues, uh, and uh, um, uh, acknowledging one's downfall. So this would be the coarse uh, form uh, of the Four Noble Truths. Real path, no, but co uh, according to the small scope, yes. Uh, so uh, the the turning of the wheel of the Four Noble Truths was uh, then what Rinpoche just said, I'm just going to translate it now, was that it would be considered uh, medium scope teaching, uh, teaching shared in common with beings of medium capacity. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
the different perfection of wisdom sutras, the 100,000 verse perfection of wisdom sutra, the 20,000 verse, the 8,000 verse, and then the very condensed version, uh, the Heart Sutra, um, all contain uh, the same material found in the teachings. So we find the teaching of the Four Noble Truths within the Heart Sutra. We also find the teachings of the Twelve Links of Dependent Origination within the Heart Sutra. Uh, so all of these uh, are uh, found, uh, all of these uh, um, different truths and teachings are found within uh, what would be considered the teachings uh, shared in common with uh, uh, um, beings of medium capacity uh, in, in, uh, as well. So the, this Heart Sutra and all of these Perfection of Wisdom Sutras uh, are, have common information for uh, teachings of being uh, of medium capacity, uh, not just the great capacity beings or the Mahayanists. Well, Shiva so the Heart Sutra, or the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge is very condensed, but it contains within it all of the information of the 8,000, 20,000, and 100,000 verse perfection of Wisdom Sutra uh, implicitly in it, very summarized. Uh, so there's a mantra in that uh, sutra that says, Teata Om Gate Gate Para Gate Para Sam Gate Bodhisoha. And that mantra implicitly is referring to the uh, three different paths, uh, the, uh, which uh, three different divisions of path, and each of those has five paths. So the uh, five paths of the uh, so the five paths are the path of accumulation, path of preparation, path of seeing, path of meditation, and path of no more learning. So there are the five paths of the hearers, the five paths of the solitary realizers, and the five paths of the uh, um, Mahayanists or the Bodhisattvas. Uh, and so. And in Sanskrit, those are Shravakas, Prachika Buddhism, the Bodhisattvayana. Uh, so there are three different paths. So it's sufficient to say that even in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, we find the pathways which lead to the higher realms, the pathways which lead to, complete, uh, to Nirvana or liberation, and those pathways which lead to complete Buddhahood. We find them within that. Thank 
那么我们的他做的什么事，他就去就过了，几几千万，某某什么的，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，他做过什么事，
what is perfect enlightenment. Um, so the ultimate goal is this perfect enlightenment of the Dharma body, and, and here this shows. Uh, that, and I believe this. I believe this is the quote. I'm, uh, so I just want to make sure that it, it is. But I believe this is the quote, and uh, it's showing the, the, the purpose. That's good. Said So if everybody wants to take a short break. Uh, we're going to be changing the cassette. The bathroom is in the back at the top of that stairway. There's a kitchen upstairs. If folks want to get some hot water or tea. Lange Previously we spoke of uh, turning of the wheel of Dharma and we'll uh, speak again uh, a little bit about that. Uh, there are two different types of turning of the wheel of Dharma. There is scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma and the realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma. Uh, looking at the two divisions, um, the Buddhist, if it is the Buddha's speech, it is necessarily the scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma. If it is the scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma, it is necessarily Buddha's speech. Uh, looking at the realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma, uh, if it is realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma, then it is necessarily path. If it is path, it is ne necessarily uh, 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 if it is path, it is necessarily. Uh, um, realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma. Sorry, I had a moment. Uh, if it is path, it is necessarily realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma. If it is realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma, it is necessarily path. Uh, so, uh, this is what is meant by uh, uh, scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma. And according to the Mahayana, it is defined as uh, that which is either the Buddha's pronouncement or uh, among the excellent qualities of the path. Uh, so, um, it's a summary of the quote uh, we find in the Mahayana teachings that defines it. So it's among these two, the Buddhist pronouncements or the realization of paths. So in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, where it says, Teata Om Gate Gate Para Gate Para Sangate Bodhisoha, uh, this is, the, uh, as we spoke of before, uh, the five paths. That's paths, so that's necessarily scriptural realization of the doctrine. I'm sorry, uh, uh, realizational turning of the wheel. So, Longi Demba Dan Kanjer Musum. Musum, okay. 
which is sometimes translated as doctrine. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to call it truth, demba. If it is scriptural truth, uh, it is three permutations with uh, um, scriptural truth. It is three permutations with uh, the Buddhist pronouncements. Uh, so if it is the Buddhist pronouncements, uh, it is, uh, if it is uh, um, uh, Buddhist pronouncements, uh, it is not necessarily... I'm sorry, if it is uh, um, scriptural truth, it is not necessarily Buddhist pronouncements. And if you were said deposit that which isn't, you would say the tanger, the authentic Indian commentaries. The authentic Indian commentaries are uh, um, scriptural truth, but are not uh, Buddhist pronouncements. Um, so scriptural uh, truth and scriptural turning of the wheel have differences here. Uh, so if we go through it in way, by way of the three permutations, uh, if it is uh, um, scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma, it is scriptural truth. If it is scriptural truth, it is not necessarily scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma. Show the authentic Indian commentaries. Show something which is both scriptural truth and scriptural uh, uh, turning of the wheel of Dharma. We would say the Abhisama Alamkara, the ornament for clear realizations, is something which is both uh, scriptural truth and scriptural turning of the wheel of Dharma. Uh, and then if we were to say, posit something which is neither, we'd say a rabbit with horns or something. So that's how we would look at it by way of the, is it three or four <coughs> permutations. Just to translators know, in debate there's a way of looking at all phenomena and you can compare any two phenomena and they are either three permutations, four permutations, mutually exclusive or synonymous. Any two phenomena you you investigate have those that those quality uh, qualities. So you can look into it further. But I just wanted to tell you what I was talking about in case you hadn't heard of that debate technique before. Okay. <laughs> To be tempered to be chugum and long my invasive. Long major mother Julia, Matsu Julia, to be tempered Kaza. To be tempered and to be chugum. To be tempered, you're the Gatum Boba to zero. Getting Boba you are, Lambas and so, and then there is realizational turning of the way of Dharma and realizational truth. Looking at those two, realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma and comparing those two, we would say that there are again three. Uh, permutations, because if it is realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma, it is necessarily realizational truth. But if it is realizational truth, it is not necessarily realizational 
turning of the wheel of Dharma. And if one were to say, posit that which is uh, realizational truth, but not realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma, one could say the three highest higher trainings. Or one could say the... Papa Sun Nika Mayimba. I just want to make sure I didn't make a mistake in what I said. So the three highest trainings are necessarily realizational truth, but not realizational turning of the wheel. And then we could look at also vows, the layperson's vow, the uh, novice vow, the fully ordained vows. These are necessarily realizational truth, but not realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma. Uh, so uh, this is, would be something which is uh, um, one but not the other. Which, and then something which is both, we could say, is the path of accumulation. The path of accumulation is realizational truth as well as realizational turning of the wheel of Dharma. And then something which is neither, again, is, is anything, which is neither, uh, rabbit with horns or something. Um, so again, there are three permutations between scriptural, um, besides between realizational uh, truth and realizational turning of the wheel. What does Sanjig Temba Jiva do? Sanjig Temba Jiva Jiva And the Sanjig Temba Jiva Jiva so, looking at the word Buddha truth, there are many categories which would fall under Buddha truth. There could be the uh, um, uh, uh, scriptural uh, turning of the wheel of Dharma, uh, uh, the realizational uh, uh, turning of the wheel of Dharma, the uh, realizational truth, scriptural truth. Uh, we're looking under Buddha's uh, truths. Um, we would find all of these different uh, categories. By listening to the Lamrim teachings uh, and by engaging and then thinking about them uh, and understanding them and by engaging in the practices of them, this becomes a realizational truth uh, from our side. So this is actual realizational truth as well. <laughs> So the 
don't be, don't be so. The scriptural. So the practice of the three highest higher trainings uh, would be uh, the three highest higher trainings of ethics, uh, concentration, and wisdom uh, would fall categorically under the realizational truth. So this is the scriptural uh, truth when there is one who has done this preparation and then teaches it and someone hears it. This is the scriptural truth. So the actual realizational truth is the practice of Buddhist Dharma, of the three highest higher trainings. Mm-hmm. 
So once the once the uh, scripture, once one understands, has knowledge, practice, has knowledge of something, uh, and then teaches it, uh, and then the student listens to it, and it is heard, then this becomes the scriptural truth. When there is a, a listening that takes place from an under to somebody who understands and can explain it. So by uh, reading uh, the lamp for the path to enlightenment and the words of it, uh, it is like the uh, it is the scriptural truth by practicing the words that are contained within it. Within it. Uh, is the realizational truth. <laughs> ジョージ、ベンラマス。ジョージ、ここにあるんだけど、大変じゃん。レッスン。レッスン。そう。ドンタンバ。ドンタンバ。オッケー。ジョージ、ベンラマス。ジョージ、ベンラマス。ジョージ
um, doing so, then uh, more and more truth uh, will become apparent to us by, by doing this. So if you study uh, many texts, then many truths emerge. So there are three permutations between uh, um, scriptural truth and scriptural turning of the wheel, and there are three permutations between uh, realizational truth and realizational turning of the wheel. So, uh, the, it is scriptural uh, truth. Uh, Abhidharma Kocha uh, speaks of uh, scriptural truth and uh, uh, scriptural truth and realizational truth, and says that uh, if there is someone who uh, studies, understands, and then gives a teaching of the scripture, and then there is someone who is listening to that, uh, then this becomes scriptural truth. And if uh, then someone then then there is a practice or an application of that information, then this becomes realizational truth. So the listening to it, the teaching and the listening to it becomes the uh, scriptural truth, and the application of it becomes the realizational truth. So we've gone through the two po first two points now. We've gone over the point of uh, recognizing that all scriptures are contained uh, within the paths of three types of persons, the general idea of that, and then the second category with a detailed explanation of the um, persons of small capacity uh, uh, and, and the qualification of those persons of small capacity. Okay, so the first two points are completed. So now we're on the third. <coughs> Nelly 
Tabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabatabat
the uh, highest higher training serve as an opponent and a pathway which lead to the abandonment of that grasping and true establishment. So in relying, by relying upon the basis of the highest higher training and ethics, and then having the concentration uh, 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 which utilizes as its object of observation emptiness and the wisdom which has as its object of observation uh, emptiness and developing a, a union of calm abiding and special <coughs> insight uh, one can eradicate or abandon uh, the root of cyclic existence which is the grasping at true establishment uh, so uh, the point of the medium scope is to engage in these three highest higher trainings in order uh, to get rid of uh, what causes cyclic existence uh, and then once that happens and one engages in the pathway which does that, then that pathway creates cessation or uh, um, allows for a cessation of that suffering. In the Hinayana vehicle, there are two categories, the hearers and the solitary realizers. Uh, if we look in terms of sharp faculties, the solitary realizers have sharper faculties than the hearers. Uh, but both of these are categories within the Hinayana or lesser vehicle. What the Raja Sibatama so the uh, solitary realizers are, are greater than uh, the hearers. They have much more uh, um, possibility um, because uh, the uh, solitary realizers see the teachings and actual instructions as obstructions to their concentration. So they're able to hear a teaching uh, and then go off on their own in their own solitary uh, place uh, and practice the teaching and then as a result of this concentration, uh, get rid of the afflictive obstructions and become a foe destroyer. Uh, whereas the hearers um, don't have that ability, to, they must rely upon the instructions being constantly given to them. Uh, so, and then also the solitary realizers have the uh, ability to uh, uh, accomplish miraculous feats of engulfing themselves in flames, uh, uh, go uh, the hula sa hula 
They're able to uh, ignite themselves to think of impermanence and drown, almost drown themselves uh, to, uh, in order to think of impermanence. So they're able to utilize these experiences instead of uh, teachings in order to realize these uh, things. Uh, so I hope I'm being clear, clear about this. They're able to utilize uh, events as opposed to instructions. What that Siba Siba Tami is a Hurajangala Madhava Kurajet to Sana and Majet the Shibu Majesu so at the uh, last states of cyclic existence, this Prachika Buddha, the solitary realizer, whether it's out of pride or not, we can't, we don't know if it's prideful or not, but it's out of, they, they don't need, they believe, uh, any other uh, information at that point. They're able to, uh, at the last stages of cyclic existence, on their own, uh, achieve these realizations without uh, any um, instruction. So at the first turning of the wheel of Dharma, there were 500 Prachika Buddhas uh, that were there. And because Buddha was disrupting their concentration, they went uh, into the, the, the Mambawa. They went to another place, engulfed themselves in flames, or disappeared in water, or went to the space, or went somewhere else because uh, they said that it was disturbing their concentration. There were 500 uh, Prachika Buddhas in Varanasi at this turn, first turning of the wheel of Dharma that left. So there, uh, all of the, there were all of the uh, hearers and solitary realizers and bodhisattvas and the solitary realizers decided to leave because of the disruption to their concentration. So all of these beings arrived to hear the Buddhist teaching uh, and the solitary realizers uh, left. <laughs> Uh, so we're going to stop here, uh, I remembered this week, uh, and we're going to have a short, maybe 10 minutes, a little bit less, uh, for a question and an answer. Uh, so if anybody has any questions, uh, if they are something that I can't translate at this moment, I might have to table it if it, I don't have the verbiage or vocabulary. Um, uh, but just, yeah, so if anybody has any questions, let me know. I will ask for the chair. The way uh, purification works, um, is it such that a person would have to completely change their behavior in his life before purifying any um, imprints of past lives? Would, would someone have to be like... The deeper dog, Triwa, the Jewa Nama Natsu deeper Mamu Sasu, 
so we should, uh, uh, when we are purifying uh, our negativities by way of acknowledgement of downfalls, we should uh, simultaneously imagine the, the things of this life as well as last life. Uh, because we won't be able to, all the non-virtue that we are accumulating now, uh, if we are just focusing on that, then we will die and won't have worked on anything from our previous life. So we should, because we can't just remove all of it at once in either case, uh, we should uh, engage in practices such as the 35 Buddhas of Confession and any kind of purification practices and aim those practices at both the misdeeds of this life and of our previous lives, of our previous beginningless lives, and therefore lessen both of them gradually. Any other questions? I just, um, was I hearing you right that the Heart Sutra contains information for persons of all three types? They share up Nyimpo, Jibu Sun, Lanji, Rimba, Nala, Yerbe. Jibu Shiva, Nyimpo, Nalula, Tubu Jibu Shiva, Nedua. So the root or the the main idea in the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge is the, the great vehicle. But it also contains all of the teachings, uh, uh, the pathways which lead to the higher realms, the pathways which lead to liberation and nirvana, as well as complete Buddhahood. So all of the pathways of the uh, hearers, solitary realizers, and bodhisattvas are in there, as well as those pathways which lead to the higher realm. So it would, it would contain, contain implicitly all of those pathways or teachings. So it matters what one's motivation or thinking is. If one's thinking I'm, I'm doing this for the purpose of going to the higher realms, looking at the texts, 
then it is for the purpose of uh, small capacity. If it's for being achieving liberation or nirvana, then it's for the purpose of medium capacity. If it's for the achieving complete Buddhahood, uh, then it's uh, for the purpose of great capacity. So the thinking behind it is what uh, makes it uh, what it is at that moment. So within the Sutra of the Heart of Transcendent Knowledge, we find the teachings of the Four Noble Truths, we find the teachings of the Twelve Links of Dependent Origination, we find the teachings on the uh, propelling karma that uh, uh, causes one to be born into cyclic existence. Uh, we find uh, all of these uh, explanations. So uh, if it, uh, it is for the purpose of achieving a higher realm rebirth for oneself alone, that it is the teachings for, for beings of small capacity. But then if uh, one uh, is looking uh, towards uh, liberation beyond cyclic existence, there is still the small teachings for beings of small capacity then become the teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity because they're contained within the teachings for being of medium capacity and they're contained within the teachings for beings of great capacity. So therefore they're shared in common. So it depends on the, the thinking behind it. If it's thinking in this way, then it's, it's that. If it's thinking in another way, then it's the other, then it's that. This, that, something like that. Uh, so the first turning of the wheel of Dharma would be considered a, a lesser vehicle teaching, teaching for beings of medium capacity, are, as are the four uh, Vinaya uh, teachings, or the, the, the four uh, teachings of the Vinaya. So these would all be considered for the purpose of achieving uh, um, liberation and therefore considered uh, lesser vehicle or medium uh, scope teachings. She said something else, I just forgot. I said something else, I just forgot. Perfection of wisdom teachings of 100,000, uh, 20,000, 8,000, Heart Sutra, all of these rely on the teachings shared in common with beings of small and medium capacity as their basis for uh, um, being able to uh, be engaged in. So they, they, they are shared in common because they are the basis of, of the other 
capacities or scopes. So uh, thank you very much. I apologize for any omissions or any mistakes that I made as a translator. And uh, let's do the final concluding uh, prayers. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Swantabhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In a pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, the source of all benefit happiness, all powerful, out of the Tejavara, may you stay until samsara. I pray for a long life, the precious hands of Wanda, a boulder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, and the exceptional wisdom of perseverance.